but I definitely was stressed about making friends Mm -hmm. but like the right people will come along and they'll come like so naturally like my boyfriend now I met the first weekend like literally days after I landed in Boston hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the D Word podcast I'm your host, Mia Wilson, and today I'm joined by student Aya. So, Aya, Hello, thank you for having me. Of course. Thank you so much for being here with me today. I'm really excited to just jump into things. Um, but before we start, for the listeners, um, Aya and I met in 2018 at a ballet mm-hmm. summer intensive in Los Angeles, and Aya, you're just the sweetest, and <laughs> welcoming, and kind Aww. friend. <laughs> um, she's now currently studying at Boston University, and yeah, Aya, why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself, what you like to do for fun, and just anything you want the listeners to know about you. Yeah, so I danced a lot. That was kind of my thing. The arts were my thing in high school, um, and I did opera, and violin, and ballet, and then I realized that I have a love for medicine. So I applied to Boston University um, just last year. So I just finished up my freshman year um, as a pre-med student. And I'm currently a major in human physiology, but I am probably going to double major in human physiology and medical anthropology. Cool. So you were dancing for like your whole life, basically, until college. Yeah, basically like three years I was like started when I was three and then I danced for like 14 years um and I honestly haven't danced for like a year since I went to college just because it's so stressful and like you have to pay hundreds of dollars for the classes Mm -hmm. there and so it was just really hard to keep that like part of my life up and also it was like the dance and community can be very toxic like the ballet community can be very toxic and so I feel like the second I was able to get away from that, I kind of just like dropped it cold. But I honestly miss it. Well, you said you were very into the arts and like opera. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. How did you like figure out that you wanted to go into medicine? Was that just like something that was like brewing inside you for a while? (laughs) Or did you just like decide? Um, I... I originally wanted to, I just said like, I want to be a doctor because um, when I was in middle school, my grandpa was diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, which is a type of cancer. And I felt very powerless, like not being able to do anything and not really knowing much about his condition. And so I researched a lot about cancer. And so I wanted to originally be an oncologist um, and study cancer research. But then I realized that's like a very dark career path. And I didn't, I didn't think I could handle all that death and like lack of success. And so I didn't really know what I wanted to do from there. Mm-hmm. Then I started watching Grey's Anatomy and School Embarrassing. But I was like, I'm gonna be a surgeon. <laughs> and I was like, I honestly had a lot of like imposter syndrome kind of for a while because I was like, oh, like, you're a fluke, like, you just want to do surgery because of the show you really like, but when I realized that, like, I actually really, really love surgery, um, after watching, like, after, years after I stopped watching the show, I realized I was super into surgery, um, 
And that's also because like, I love crafts. Like I loved crochet and embroider and like, I love working with my hands. And so surgery is the only like um, medical profession where you can like fix the, go into the body and fix the problem like hands-on and not externally through drugs and stuff like that. And so that part of medicine just really like allured me to surgery. Um, And then the summer before my junior year, I did um, a s- internship with Stanford um, and it, that was specifically cardiothoracic surgical skills um, internship. And so that was how I really like figured out how I want to be, why like also, I don't know. I was just like realized I really want to do cardiothoracic surgery specifically, mm-hmm. which is like the neck down to the heart, basically like all that, all mm-hmm. those organs there. So it's been like a long time coming, but I have like my heart set on cardiothoracic surgery now. Good. It seems like you really love it. Yeah. <laughs> that you do. Or like, so you're taking classes for that at Boston University now. Mm-hmm. So do you, are those like really hard? Like, do you like your teachers and stuff too? Yeah. So <laughs> Bo- like BU is interesting in that like okay there's some classes that are like huge right like my chemistry class last year my both my general chemistry classes and my intro bio classes were huge like 700 people in the general chemistry section Mm -hmm. um and but then like my English classes were like 18 people and that was really nice and so I had like a big range of class sizes and like experiences um and in that way I got a lot closer to my English teachers Um, And they were actually really, really supportive and have like written me letters of recommendation and stuff. Um, But I also realized like, because I'm a pre-med, like a STEM major, I have so many STEM classes. Mm -hmm. And after freshman year, I won't be able to take any more English classes, but I love writing. Like, it's just a passion of mine. And I was really sad that I wouldn't be able to do any more writing. But um, my first semester English teacher recommended, or she like, recommended me as um, a consultant in like the writing center um and so I interviewed for that applied for that and had my two English teachers write me recommendation letters and actually ended up getting it like very recently so I'm really happy so I'll get paid which is very exciting it's my it's actually my first job I'm gonna get paid like 16 15 an hour and just like get to help freshmen with their essays and just like advise them through every step of the process that's really cool that I feel like writing's kind of like more not like arts but like kind of leaning more towards yeah that's cool that you get to like still have that like a part of your life Mm -hmm. dance and like yeah and all of that um I think that's really cool um so it seems like you're saying your classes aren't like super, super bad. Is, is that correct? Well, <laughs> okay. Their general chemistry is like infamous at BU because it is like insanely difficult. Basically, do you know what a weed out class is? No, I don't. So a weed out class in college is like an incredibly difficult class where they, the objective of the class is to weed out like the weak, like weed out the students who aren't set out for like pre-med essentially mm-hmm. um, or like engineering because basically all the engineering students and pre-med students are required to take chemists like general chemistry mm-hmm. and so BU is one of the few schools where general chemistry is actually harder than organic chemistry 
mm-hmm. um, because they're trying to weed out the students who aren't like fit for career in medicine like early on, which is honestly really heartbreaking because I have friends who, because of like general chemistry, gave up on their dreams to be a doctor and like changed their majors to like CS or something, computer science, which is really crazy, but I didn't get weeded out. So that's exciting. <laughs> but yeah, it's, yeah. it's like, it can be really brutal. Like our final and none of it is curved. Like you, you get what you get and none of it is curved. <gasps> and the final for our average was a 66. Oh my God. Yeah. That's insane. Like crazy, which means that, and the, which means like a lot of people probably like failed the act, like literally failed the final. So are the teachers just like, are the teachers like available for help if you're like struggling? In yeah, class? But- there's a ton of office hours. And the thing is like, I would go to office hours. Like I never go to office hours like normally, but I would mm-hmm. spend like hours. Like I would spend my Friday night in office hours. Like I would go to office hours like five days a week before like a quiz. And still it would be like insanely hard. And the reason why there's speculation I hope I don't get like sued, but like <laughs> there's like speculation that people were doing too well in the class, like before the final, because they want to keep the median or like average grade, like not the average, the median grade in the class for everyone, like around 80 mm-hmm. for whatever reason, people, the median was like an 86 before the final. So they made the final like butt hard to drop everyone's grade. Oh my God. I know <laughs> it was like traumatic. Like we left the final, like we literally were calculating our grade like in the middle of the street like we were like freaking out oh my gosh it seems like it definitely takes like a certain type of person to go through that on yeah honestly it's like stamina (laughs) like more than intelligence it's just like intense stamina because there's just so much oh my gosh wait so did you take AP chem in high school I didn't I took AP bio um but because I need um for med school you're required to have like a year of chem and a year of bio like intro of both mm-hmm. at least so even if like even my friends who had like AP credit or AP bio credit like we all had to take it anyway so is it like it seems like it's a lot harder than your, your high school AP bio it sounds like yeah my AP bio I mean my bio class was kind of annoying too but my AP bio class, I mean, I just had the most amazing teacher, like, for AP bio, and the class was so much smaller, so we got so much more, like, personal attention, and a lot more projects where we could, like, apply our knowledge and stuff, so there were a lot of things, like, relearning photosynthesis was so hard, because, like, my teacher just, she explained it in very scientific terms, and it was, like, I I don't memorize this, but, yeah, bio is just all memorization, like, I want to say bio was easier, but there were, like, I think it was honestly harder to get an A in bio than an A in chem, just because it was all memorization. Dang. That's crazy. <laughs> I... <laughs> yeah, but we, we survived, honestly. Like, I feel like surviving and not getting weeded out was the biggest thing. I was really sad because I actually had an A in chem mm-hmm. before the final. And then I ended with a B plus and I had an 89.8. No. I know. I was so mad was because sad. like I literally had an A in that class. Like I worked so hard the whole semester. And then the final just like smacked me in the face. Oh, 
That's so sad. No, it's sad. But like, what are you gonna do? You know, yeah. like I've I honestly just had to like make my peace with it. Yeah. Because like I'm thinking there's students who probably got D's in that class. Yeah, I feel like it's just rewarding like completing the class. Yeah. Yeah. I also feel like you surviving the class like with like friends around you, that's probably like mm-hmm. a good like not like camaraderie but like yeah it was I definitely think it was really strong friends in that class yeah like actually the girl I'm rooming with next year my -hmm. friend Alex Mm -hmm. um we would work together like on the chem labs oh yeah the chem labs are a whole nother story (laughs) those were like a seven or eight hour like paper every single week oh my gosh um but we like a part of like we became closer because we'd stay up until like 2 a.m. like Mm -hmm. every Sunday night before the chem labs and just like do the papers together um and just like try to figure it out together um so it definitely like brought us you know closer in that way I'm glad so you definitely like your roommate that's I think that's a big factor in like college like finding a roommate that you really like and can like have fun with Mm -hmm. is definitely something yeah I met I like became closer with like Alex like later in the year um mm-hmm. and we decided we wanted to room together next year and it's just funny because our like aesthetics are so different <laughs> like it's actually hilarious like hers is like all like dark green and like black and gray and mine is like pink white <laughs> but we're figuring we're figuring it out it's gonna be like split like perfectly in the middle <laughs> that's so funny well I'm really glad that you like her I feel like that's kind of rare to find like a roommate that you really like Mm -hmm. especially like having to live with someone for a whole year Um, yeah but do you ever like miss home when you're like by yourself um like your I think Rosie (laughs) oh my gosh yes I miss Rosie a lot I think like it was a lot I don't know I feel like there were some people who had like you know really homesick but like honestly like as you're saying like we would go to those like ballet intensives Mm -hmm. you know for like six weeks at a time and I started doing that at the age of 12 yeah so like I'm kind of used to like leaving my family for long periods of time um and I like I miss my friends for sure I think a part of like leaving for college that's really hard is like even my best friend like my best best friends we both get super busy and then we like won't talk a lot we won't text a lot or FaceTime a lot mm-hmm. and it's just like we both have our separate lives and that can be really difficult because you feel like you're like growing apart but like if they're like real friends when you come back for summer for break like you're gonna go right back to where you were I think that's like that was the hardest part personally I've always been like pretty independent um, and I can always call my dad or my mom. I'm always facing my FaceTime and my dad while like write while I'm writing essays because he's an English major and he's a writer. Mm-hmm. So honestly, just like knowing that they're like a phone call away, you know, was just like made it so much easier. I think I worried a lot more about like being homesick and then it wasn't really a problem for me because I was just so busy all the time. You basically met most of your friends in your classes, right? Um, actually, no, actually, no, I think there's only a few friends I've actually met, like from classes. Um, 
it I actually met basically all my friends that are my friends now like on the first or second day and that was just because um we either lived on the same floor like my roommate was there earlier for like freshman orientation but I didn't go and so she met people and she introduced them to me um and then um my friend Alex lived directly across the hall from me Mm -hmm. like on our in our dorm so that's how we became friends so I met like I knew it was kind of crazy I knew like most people by the first week yeah yeah that's really cool did your school I mean yeah did your school have any like special things for freshmen to like get to know each other yeah there were weeks of welcome and it's actually a funny story because we were going to go to one it was like mini golf but the line was so long because it wasn't only for freshmen. It was for everyone, which is dumb. And so we were like, okay, we're not going. And we just like met these people on the street. And like some of those people ended up being our friends for like the whole year. Aww. So it was kind of crazy. But yeah, I feel like I still am, but I definitely was stressed about making friends. Mm-hmm. But like the right people will come along and they'll come like so naturally. Like my boyfriend now I met the first weekend like literally days after I landed in Boston I met him like the first weekend I was in Boston and we just like clicked you know so it wasn't anything I had to force like worry about so yeah I feel like that's a a big worry for a lot of like incoming freshmen is just like making Mm -hmm. friends but yeah I feel like just getting involved in like not being like a hermit in your room probably. yeah no yeah we would do this thing like we made friends this way but we would we live in this like giant dorm like it was 18 floors we lived on the 18th floor <laughs> like 40 people per floor like there's so many people and there are three towers so like huge so we would do something what we call the high game where we'd like go to a random floor and knock on people's doors and say hi which was like only something you can really do in like the first month and everyone was freshmen. So it's kind of like easier. We kind of stopped doing that later in the year, but it worked. Like we made friends Um, and it was kind of fun. So you kind of just have to put yourself out there, like put on like, put on a smile and just like get your energy up, drink a coffee, whatever you have to do. And just like, you know, just act friendly and like put your best self out there. I feel. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think also like the first week is like definitely a good time for like, first impressions mm-hmm. and stuff awesome. yeah well I feel like we could talk forever <laughs> yeah. I know you're very busy probably with more summer school <laughs> so um I'm just gonna do what I always do at the end of every interview which is mm-hmm. my lightning round of questions okay perfect. Um, it's just four simple questions you don't have to give like a long answer or anything if you mm-hmm. want just like whatever comes to mind so okay first is if you had the chance to ask anything of a mental health expert what would you want to know and or ask Hmm. I think like if there's one thing that applies generally to everyone like that has just shown to improve like general happiness or like contentment like what is it Hmm. that's that's interesting I would want to know that too just like all around for everyone yeah I think I'm thinking of that because that was a line in a movie <laughs> like I just watched a movie last night and that was like a line in it I think it's valid <laughs> that is valid <laughs> my next question is what activity brings you the greatest amount of joy these days 
crocheting. Crocheting. I'm like obsessed. I'm obsessed. I've seen all your, like your stories. You're posting your little cute yeah. bags that you yeah. make. That's so adorable. Does that just like help like relieve? Yeah, I think it's like it's just something I can zone out, you know, and like make something really pretty. I'm about to start a new crochet project after this interview. Yeah. But and it's also like um keeps me like my dexterity you know like for surgery it's just like I like working with my hands so good well I'm glad you found that hobby and you love it Mm -hmm. (laughs) um next question is what's your favorite way to de-stress probably (laughs) oh my gosh um I love watching like a good rom-com okay yeah you know behind that for sure yeah or reading like just a really good book oh my god Colleen Hoover I love reading Colleen Hoover's books I love Colleen Hoover's books she's so good yeah I literally just ordered one it's coming tomorrow yay but yeah read a good book cuddle up with my dog yeah I I would definitely get behind that (laughs) (laughs) um my last question is is if this was your last conversation ever how would you want the world to remember you oh my god Ah, (laughs) I think just like Oh my god, this me looks so cheesy. But just like put out as much love into the world as you can, you know, and like put out the energy you want to receive, I think. And yes. like don't put like don't put up for like don't deal with any BS, you know. Yes, for sure. I love that. <laughs> awesome, Maya. All right. So that was the last of the lightning round questions. Again, thank you so, thank so you. much for joining me today. <laughs> I really appreciate your amazing insights into your college experience. Thank you. Um, for everyone listening, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DWord Podcast and keep checking back for more episodes and all things mental health. Thank you all for listening. Have a great week and we'll see you next time. privacy purposes, the last names and school information of student guests have been redacted. All content by DWord Podcast is provided for general information and or entertainment purposes only and should not be treated as a substitute for the medical advice of your own doctor or any other healthcare professional. Always seek the advice of your mental health professional or other qualified health providers with any questions you may have regarding your condition. Never disregard professional advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have read, watched, or listened to on this podcast or any of our other media channels.